Hello and welcome to another episode of the Divine Way TV. Today, we're going to give you some secrets on how to turn $100,000 investment into $4 million. It's actually $4.2 million. $4.2 million, mm -hmm. thank you. You're always good with the numbers. By the end of this episode, we hope that you would have learned how to grow your real estate empire from your first deal into a $4 million, $4.2 million deal. Your current deal, yes. Okay. All right, cool. So I want to watch. Let's do it. Okay. Dark, underground, like tremors. Of course, have heart. But don't double cross your vendors, your source. They solid, concrete, stiff, sturdy. It's all about building relationships. Trustworthy, trapology, regulation, number eight, rules. We're going to take you back to 2008. Um, if you remember those times, if you owned some real estate, you were very wealthy. You were doing okay. By 2009, you were broke. The whole world was. That's when we saw a newspaper article. Yes. And, and you know what? I kept it from two, what's the date on here, Greg? Can you see that? Uh, April 8, 2009. I kept this newspaper article because I knew that at some point I'd be sharing this story with you guys out there. 2009, property values tanked. As you know, the uh, real estate bubble just collapsed and there was tons of real estate owned by banks and we couldn't get a loan. Money was dry. I said no. No, I want my money. I, I said no, I'm not money. get out of here. We were just trying to find any avenues of money. So I remember the day I walked in to get a business line of credit at a bank. What'd they tell you? Well, I already knew they weren't they were gonna reject me because that's the nature of this beast. You walk in, a lot of people walk in just like me and go, I know they're not gonna give me a dollar, but you have to ask. When they reject you, they'll give you a list of reasons why they reject you. You walk back out, walk back in, and you fix all those reasons because you're gonna, you have a mission and you want to you want to get what you need for your growth. So when you think about it this way, mm -hmm. and that's how we really approach everything. In other words, obstacles are always going to be there in any market, any year. It's your job to figure out how to overcome those obstacles. And Greg, you did that. Yeah. Well, we were able to put together a hundred thousand dollars in cash. Okay, this wasn't ours. This was through friends family, associates. We anybody put, that we would talk to, yeah. we would ask them. Yeah. Uh, anybody, and we would give people 10% on their money. 10%, where else can you get 10% on your money? And the banks are what, giving you what? Banks weren't giving you a dollar. Okay. <sighs> so we put that $100,000 together and we went out and purchased three properties in East Oakland. At that time in 2009, yeah. those homes were 75,000, 80,000, the other ones were 82,000. Yeah. So 
Now you say, well, you only had $100,000. Well, let me give you a quick lesson on leverage. For the $75,000 house, we had to put down $25,000, okay? So that $100,000 lump sum of cash that we had went to three separate properties, okay? Down payment, down payment on one, two, and three mm -hmm. properties. And then closing costs and repairs. Okay, so that, that $100,000 investment brought three homes. Those three homes produced, what, how much in rent? We rented about section eight. We would, after paying everyone their 10% on the 75, we were making about $600 per house. Okay, $600 per house is not gonna make you rich, right? But, so we figured, okay, we knew long-term it was gonna do great things for us, but $600 a month on three houses is only $1,800. Yeah. So that doesn't make you rich overnight. So how do you scale? How do you grow? At that time, we had gotten the units, um, gotten the units rent ready, put a Section 8 tenant in there, yep. and collected rent, and then just con and then looked on for other, ave other avenues to get more money. When those properties appreciate, now they're all paid off. Let's just, let's fast forward. Can you do that? Okay. All three of those houses are now worth $500,000 each. So we've got $1.5 million in combined equity that's only producing 1800 well, By that time, it was probably maybe 2400 but it's not enough to, for our lifestyle. It's not enough. Yes. And so when you have three houses that are worth now $1.5 million. You gotta watch out for the ultimate gangster out there. And he's a scary dude. Three I'm letters. Three letters, man. I-R-S. Is that his gang sign too? That might be. Oh, no, no, no okay. that, that's, yeah, you don't wanna do he's that. He's dangerous You don't though. wanna do that. <laughs> don't mess with him. He'll lock you up, He'll take you from your kids. He's gangster, man. Yeah, yeah, he'll put you on the trunk. He doesn't play. So we did what you call a 1031 exchange. We, you sell your property, you defer your taxes, and as long as you buy something more expensive than the property that you sold, you, the taxes are, tra are, are moved to the next property. So you don't have to pay any gains yet. So what he said, $1.5 million after we paid commissions, we had enough for a down payment for a building that was $3.25 million. Yes. Okay. So how do you go find that building? We tried. We, it, it took a while before we landed that opportunity. I'm going to tell you about one that we didn't land. So now Greg and I are out hunting. We're looking for where are we going to trade these three properties into a large commercial building. So we went looking and there was one on the market for four and a half million. And it was owned. Oh, lady? lady? Yeah, you remember her? Yeah, Eloise. Okay, that's on Orange, Orange Street that we're talking about? It was, that was one of those. Okay. We, we did try that one, but she had one in the, uh, what's that uh, neighborhood near uh, Whole Foods? Uh, Adams Point? Adams Point. Yeah. It was like, it was a 18 unit building. Mm -hmm. It was $4.5 million. So I go look at it and I'm on the phone with Greg and there are deep pockets there. 
Like I'm over there in the hoodie, they don't know who I am, but I can tell they're on the phone talking big numbers. Have you ever played Madden on all Madden? You have like two seconds to throw the ball. That's how tight the windows are at this level. And so I called our agent who brought us a deal, our broker who brought us a deal, and I said, we wanna make an offer on this property. And uh, he said, okay, what do you wanna write? I said, we'll write four and a half million dollars. But I need 90 days to find all the money to buy this deal. We were short. A lot of people don't understand when you get into five units and more and up, they, um, the buildings now qualify themselves. It's no longer what's your income, it's no longer, um, it's more of your history with the real estate and, and the building. So depending, depending on how much the building brings in is how much the down payment's needed to actually close the transaction. So it takes you out of the game and this is the business that we like rather than us walking into a bank and saying, lend me money on a single family house. They're gonna look at you and say, no. It's based on the performance of the property yeah. that you're buying. So we made an offer and in the process of making the offer, my broker told me that the seller was a black woman. And I said, hold up. Wait a minute, wait, wait a minute. Hold, wait, first of all, you're not gonna speed past that like you didn't just say what you just said. Because we have never seen anybody that looks like us in our journey at that level. So I called my broker and I told him straight up, I did like this. I said, give me your phone number, I'm gonna call her. And he said, no, you can't do that. And, he, and I said, I'm telling you, I'm gonna call her. And that's what I did. Yep. The story goes, she answered the phone and I told her exactly this, I said, what I told you guys. I said, I've, in all of our years, my brother and I have never seen a person of color, a black woman, at the level you are. I wanna meet you. She said, come on in tomorrow. I got my suit on, <laughs> dusted it off, and I, I went into her office, and I yeah. said, Greg, I'll let you know how it goes. Yeah. You know, I don't wanna blow my own horn, but I'm really qualified. <laughs> you shouldn't have to blow your own horn. You should leave that for someone else to do. <laughs> so I went in there and I sat down with her and I said, I want to buy your building. And she said, do you have four and a half million dollars? And I said, not right now, but if you give me a little time, like three months, I could put it together. And she said, no, no, no. And I said, okay. And she said, but I like you and I appreciate you coming to meet me. How about this? On the next building that I sell, I'll call you first. And that's what she did. Well, I called bullshit when you walked out. Yeah, she ain't calling us. And I said, did you see my suit though? I was new And then I fresh. said, she ain't calling us. <laughs> so, we still have these three properties that are worth it, still 1.5 million, but we're looking on the next building to trade. All of a sudden, the phone call. She called the broker, told the broker to call us mm -hmm. and say, Divine Brothers, I have a building near the lake and I want 3.25 million. <laughs> 
Mm -hmm. I went to Greg and said, are you ready for this? And what did you say? No. You were scared. <laughs> I was. <laughs> That's why you need a good team. You always want to buy something that you have to add value to. That's what I feel. Because then you don't overpay. We basically bought that building at a wholesale price. And we did have to put some blood, sweat, and tears yeah. into it. My brother was stressed out for a little while. I was writing big checks, I think 300, maybe $400,000 in improvements into that property over yeah. time. But today it's a beautiful building. Mm -hmm. um, we've received offers for over $4 million for it. We're not selling it right now. We're just gonna hold on to it. But uh, go ahead. Everything's for sale. That's true. I mean, everything is <laughs> for sale, but we're not looking to sell right now. We're, okay. what, what are we doing right now with our time? What, what's, what's our goal now? We have um, these buildings now all over Oakland and- Educate. So right now we're just gonna be focused on sharing our journey with you and hopefully you can take something away from it. Everybody learns differently. Everybody's gonna have a different level of success. Some people may be comfortable with those three homes that we had and say, why did you even sell that? And, and I get that, that's fair and reasonable. But for us, you know, for us, being uncomfortable is comfortable. You have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable if you want to grow. Absolutely. So it's not for everybody, but God damn it, it's for us. Yeah. Now I need a drink. Well, we're moving on up, moving on up to the Got a message for you guys out there. We want to talk about the importance of circulating the money within our community. So stay tuned for the next commercial. We're gonna have a cocktail. <laughs> we grew up on Bay Area music, living in San Antonio, Texas. Um, E40 too short. E42 short. Yeah. I mean, y'all come out three times crazy. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, the whole clique. Yeah. yeah. This was. Uh, he, it was a part of us mm -hmm. growing up. So let's, let's talk about his. Uh, Laura Kane. Yeah. <laughs> E40, we want to congratulate you and your family and the E40 team on putting the product out there that we're proud of. Happy to support you. Any happy hour next time. As a matter of fact, when I go to my next restaurant tonight over here at Alexander's down here on 3rd and Brandon, if they don't have your wine in there, Earl Stevens, or E40, we're leaving. This commercial is really about supporting black owned business, circulating the black dollar within our community. And let's circulate it more than one time. Please. Bam. Right, let me get you. Okay. Tradition. So what does dad say? What did he tell us? What did he tell us? Uh, wouldn't be shaking if it wasn't for the breeze. Wouldn't be shaking well from the breeze. The leaves <laughs> wouldn't be shaking if it wasn't for the breeze. Okay. Oh, well, anyway, we'll remember that later. But uh, cheers, E40, congratulations. Let's check out the slurricane. Oh, wait. Oh, that's a sweet tea edition. Mm -hmm. That is sweet tea right there. And you know what? This was the last one on the shelf. So you're doing something right, keep moving. That's going to creep up on you.